eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A, a, a Giants podcast for Giants fans. Bye, Giants fans. It's Sean Morash. Down the, down, the, down the sideline. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Giants! From the offseason through the wins and the losses, it's time to take one, one, one giant, giant step, step with your host, Sean Morash. All right, welcome into One Giant Step after One Giant Loss. I am your host, Sean Morash, here free on the Odyssey app. Everywhere podcasts are available. Giving you a little uh, brief recap edition of One Giant Step as the Giants get obliterated in Nolans, scoring just six points and putting their playoff hopes, whatever was left of them, in a faint heartbeat. So here we are again, folks. Bryce and I previewed this game, and I got to take one on the chin. I actually thought the Giants would blow out the New Orleans Saints. I thought the Vito Mania would carry us at least another week into Christmas and make things very interesting, and I couldn't have been more wrong. Bryce also thought the Giants would win, and they did not. Um, all right, where do we begin? Well, we begin with Tommy DeVito. And, look, I thought he showed toughness in this game. He got the snot kicked out of him. I thought that this was a classic Daniel Jones-type game, hold your ears, where, I, frankly, you can talk about holding on to the ball too long. The offensive line, specifically the pass rush, Against that O-line, he had no chance, DeVito. He had no chance. And that is a real thing that happens. You can have no chance because an offensive line is getting beat like a turnstile. It was Justin Pugh's worst game uh, since coming back with the Giants. And I thought they buried him. I thought drops in this game killed the Giants. Slayton dropping big passes. Jalen Hyatt, I don't know what's happened to him the last couple weeks, dropping passes. And probably more importantly than the sacks and the drop passes, the penalties. And the false starts or the holdings. And how many of the, you know, you get back to first and 15, then it's second and 10. Negative plays that keep the Giants off schedule, I thought were the story of the day for the Giants offense. Darren Waller made a big play. You end up coming out of that with no points because DeVito ends up taking an enormous sack. Now, this isn't to say that DeVito played some kind of brilliant football game, but I, I am not at this point here after one loss to the Saints following that three-game win streak of saying, now I need to rod Taylor the last couple of weeks. No, no, no. I think this is all part of a rookie quarterback, an undrafted rookie at that, and the bumps and the bruises. He's got to continue to develop. He's clearly still getting the ball to Wondell Robinson. They had absolutely no run game. Good job of the Saint defense swallowing up Saquon Barkley. Uh, I, I still want to see this DeVito thing keep going. 
And if that means no playoffs, no magical run, that's fine. If that means losing 50 to nothing on Christmas because the Eagles are that much better, then that's you know something we deal with. But I would much rather continue to, to give DeVito these valuable reps and see if, again, I is there a franchise quarterback in there? There might be. There might be. He's an undrafted rookie that's at least shown flashes, so I can't just t- pretend none of that has happened. And the Packer game didn't happen because he had a bad one versus New Orleans. Um, and at a bare minimum, bare minimum for Tommy DeVito's career, I, I think I've already seen enough that tells me he should be a backup quarterback in this league at a bare minimum. So, of course, I want him to continue to get those valuable reps. But, you know, this one hurt. This one took it on the chin. I thought DeVito said all the right things post game. Even with the Saint defenders mocking him with the touchdown celebration or the sack celebration mocking his touchdown celebration, you know it, it kind of was what it was, and it sucks. It was a game that you basically bury, throw out. I'm sure it's a game that we'll look back on years. I mean, the Giants, Saints have played some funny, wacky games. You're gonna forget this game existed. Uh, maybe, maybe by next year. Oh, yeah, Giants played New Orleans in December. Tommy DeVito got killed. You, you might forget it happened. It was that kind of day and unfortunate afternoon. Now. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, That being said, it wasn't just, you know, an offensive problem when you only score six points. I thought the defense let go of the rope and and was downright atrocious at points in this game, especially in the second half. Uh, Missed tackles early, killed him. Falling for the Alvin Kamara screen passes time and time, killed him. And I I thought Wink Martindale coached scared, quite frankly. Kayvon Thibodeau, you'd have to go a little further deep diving. It looked like he was facing enough double teams, which he's going to get, right? I mean, great pass rushers get those. You've got to fight through them. He did not have a great game. We're going to throw bouquets at Kayvon's feet every time he has a big one this year. You know, you have to be fair about it. He didn't play great. He didn't make any impact plays. Aziz Ojolari felt completely uh, invisible. Dexter Lawrence wasn't exactly wrecking the game. The Saints owned the trenches, man. The Giants could, couldn't whoop anything up front. But Wink coaching scared has a lot to do with getting after Derek Carr. Derek Carr and the Saints offense this year, where they've been at each other's throats, and Derek Carr's argued with offensive linemen or receivers. I mean, that is when they have pressure in their face. And Wink Martindale, who's supposed to be the king of dialing up pressure, and you saw the one sack from Pinnock on a safety blitz, just didn't do enough of that. And, I mean, what can you say? If you're not going to go after him and blitz a quarterback that completely crumbles under the sight of pressure, you're not going to win the football game. So, I mean, it's hard to win a game when you score six points, but the defense did not do its part at all, at all. Um, and, yeah, short field that makes it 17-6. The defense gives up those couple plays there. And, and let's not forget Ryan Ramchek out of this game, the Saints' best tackle, and Chris Olave, the number one wide receiver out of this game. And that's the effort the defense gives you. So top to bottom, top to bottom a terrible loss. And then you factor in special teams injuries. Randy Bullock gets hurt after kicking a field goal. Comes out, kicks off. I mean, thank goodness this game didn't come down to another field goal late because what the Giants also did at the end of the first half, which will be the biggest, you know, asterisk on the game because it didn't haunt them. Terod Taylor comes in after DeVito, you know, gets knocked out for a little bit. 
and you're playing for a 40-yard field goal from Jamie Gillen, which thankfully he drilled, and I know that he might practice it, and that's what Dable had said. That that left a lot to be desired for me from Dable's standpoint. That was a lot of trust in that spot. Olszewski holding it, Gillen kicking it. I mean, the, the, the play took forever. That could have got blocked. When you're down to now going to be a third kicker on the year, down to your third quarterback, it is that kind of year of Giants football. Uh, it's completely unfortunate. It completely sucks, but it is what it is. And the Giants lose to New Orleans. The playoff chances are probably dead, although I just had Evan Roberts in our Evan and Tiki uh, show meeting tell me, oh, it's 40% if they win out. Okay, yeah, if they win out. Get the Philadelphia Eagles twice and the Rams in another game. So another disheartening Giants season, thumping along here, thumpity, thump, thump, thumpity, thump, thump. Look at Frosty go at 5-9. and nine. And by the way, I know I've caught, gotten caught up in DeVito Mania, and I'm still staking my claim that I think there's a franchise quarterback in there. It doesn't mean he should pass, stop me from drafting one if, like, a Jaden Daniels is on the board. I, I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. Think back now, 5-9, and nine, if you're really burying the Giants' playoff chances, that Patriot game could still come back to haunt them greatly. Uh, and to a lesser extent, the Packer win now. But you, you were excited about the Packer win because you won the Patriot game. This is a team that could be in the mix for a top three pick. Now, you know, at the 8-7 range, if they lose out, maybe they get the five. That really could be the difference in the next decade of Giant football. I hate to tell you, but that's the truth. It could literally be the difference in the success or not of this team in the next decade winning meaningless games. Now, the players and coaches aren't going to tank, but from a fan's perspective, what you should have been rooting for, well, as evidenced by this Saints win, and look, I got roped back in, so I'll throw my hands up, be the leader of, I'm guilty of this too. The losses are what we probably should have hoped for. All right, we'll be back at the end of the week, a hectic holiday week to preview the Giants and Eagles on Christmas Day. Boy, and that's a tough one too, huh? That is a tough one. If you are a spot with kids, with a wife, maybe in in-laws, you got Christmas dinner on the table, 5 o'clock, 5.30, 6 o'clock, whatever that is, and the Giants are playing the Eagles, and they're getting their rear ends obliterated again by the Philadelphia Eagles. Imagine telling your wife, honey, I got to I gotta have uh, Christmas supper on the couch here. That is going to be a tough one. Thank you, NFL, for being complete pigs and needing to play Christmas Day on a Monday instead of just playing one Monday night game at 8.15 and ruining people's holidays. But the Giants tend to do that. They ruined Thanksgiving last year versus the Cowboys. I am sure that there will be uh, plenty of arguments amongst people and their spouses about the Giants and Eagles and how we're watching this game on Christmas Day. There we are, DeVito Mania. Real cherry, cheery recap of this Saints loss. Hope everybody's enjoyed it. All right, all week you can catch me on Evan and Tiki, Monday through Thursday. I'm off Friday uh, on WFAN from 2 to 625, free on the Odyssey app. And, of course, Big Blue Kickoff Live, me and Schmelk will have you Saturday morning, 9 to 9.30 on WFAN and free on the Odyssey app. And I will be back, uh, I believe I'm going to be solo hosting on the Evan and Tiki show on WFAN Tuesday, next Tuesday, after Giants-Eagles. So if you're a listener to this podcast that you know wishes they had more of a form to call in, and do some one-on-one talk with me, that's going to be the day to do it as we recap Giants-Eagles on Tuesday next week. But Bryce and I will be back at the end of the week. Fantasy Reality, give you the picks. Sorry, folks. Stick a fork in the G-Men. They're dead. Ho, ho, ho. A lump of coal we've been served. I'm Sean Morash. Again, one giant step free on the Odyssey app. Everywhere podcasts are available. Thank you to my producer, James. And thanks to everybody for taking one giant step with us.